Hello, everyone. Welcome to Not Your Average First Lady Podcast. I am Kathleen Thompson. Thank you to all my new listeners and to those that are returning. For those that are returning, you would have noticed that I did change the title of my podcast. Yes, I did. But I'm not going to get into that now. We're going to deal with that subject um, a little later on. I'll probably do a podcast and just kind of let you know why I changed the name and what the title of the podcast actually means to me. So for now, we're going to jump right in. I want to deal today with five ways to upgrade your life. Five ways to upgrade your life. And this is something that I've been really, really working on a lot within the last year of really changing my life, really evolving into the woman that I really want to be. I guess you could say over the last year, I really came into my true self. And if you don't understand what your true self is, it's kind of, for me, going back to like that original intent of why I was created, like my true self, my true personality. I've learned, I've laid, I've made a lot of mistakes, but I know what I like. I know what I don't like. I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm not good at. I know these things. I know myself. I know what I want out of life. You know, I, I, you know, I've been married for a long time, so I understand marriage. You know, I'm raising teenage, you know, teenage children. And so I understand some things about motherhood. So it's just really about coming into myself as a woman. And so I'm really excited just to share, you know, five ways to upgrade your life. These are, I feel like life-changing tips. They've changed my life. And so get your pen and pad. We're about to jump right in, okay? So, so I have my notes here. And the first way that I think that a woman should be able to upgrade her life is, number one, is getting a morning routine. So write that down. Get a morning routine. I think it's so important to have a morning routine. Um, I used to work outside of the home. I don't anymore. But before I would, you know, go to work, I have certain things that I do before I actually leave this house. Like I would get up when I was working outside the home at about 5 a.m. every day. And I get up and the first thing that I do is, you know, I put my robe on and everything like that and, you know, brush my teeth and everything. And then I sit down and I get into, you know, the word of God. I read the Bible, you know, um, some days I pray, some days I worship. That is for me. I know other people, you know, not everybody else does that, but I'm just saying for, for, for me, that's one thing that I don't go without in that spending time with God in the morning. It just sets your day. It really uh, kind of um, normals, not normals is not a word, but it kind of uh, evens out your emotions. It helps you with clarity. And so I think it's just so important to have a morning routine. One of the things that um, I used to do when I worked outside the home to really help me like not get so tired because by Wednesday I would be just worn out. So let's say on Monday, I get up at 5 a.m. On Tuesday, I would get up at 5.30. Wednesday, I would get up at 5.45. Then maybe Thursday, 6. And then maybe Friday, 6.15 or 6.30. I call that like a pyramid schedule, you know. And so it's really helped me specifically when you work outside the home and you have kids and you're taking your kids to daycare. It just helps you so you're not like 
overwhelmed like and super tired like all the time so I don't work outside of the home now um and so I get up at the same time I get up at 5 30 every single day so um on the weekends I might get up at 7 or 7 15 but definitely on the weekdays I get up every single day at the same time and it's just having a morning routine it just really it has changed my life and I there was some years I was going without a routine and I was like, what in the world was I doing? Like, I don't even know what I was thinking, like not having a morning routine, like just getting up, taking a shower, putting on my clothes and my makeup and going out the house. No wonder, like I didn't have any clarity or no wonder, like I didn't have any direction. Like I, I wasn't pouring anything into me. And so for me, you know, pouring the word of God into me, it really helps me in the morning. Okay. Okay. Let me take a sip right here. So now let's get to number two. This one is so important. This will change your life as well. If you don't have one, let me tell you, it's going to change your life. So number two, write this down. You need a health and fitness routine. You need, you need it. I'm telling you health is wealth guys. As you know, we've been in quarantine for two years. We've been going through COVID for two years. If you haven't picked up some type of health or fitness routine, invested in some vitamins, I don't know, done some stretching, got, you know, got on a treadmill. Like, I don't know what you guys been doing because we've seen, you know, calamity all around. And so these last two years should have really taught us that our health is so freaking important. Like it's so important. One of the things that I have um, that I've picked up, and maybe you've seen me on Facebook with my husband. We like always like to take a selfie before we do it, but we go on walks. And we started when we were living in Nebraska. We just started walking, you know, because we were in the house all day. So everybody's in the house working, you know, in our computers. The kids are, um, you know, going to school on their computers, and we're just all trapped in the house. We can't go anywhere. So let's take a walk. So we just started walking and I noticed in the walking, I noticed like a lot, specifically in my midsection, I noticed like it was a lot trimmer. And I was like, hmm, because I would try to run. You know, they say cardio is like great for you. And I would like try to run, but like I'm not like big on just like getting on a treadmill and running. I'm like, I just don't like running like that. Even though track and field is absolutely my favorite sport of all time. I ran track in high school. I did 100 meters, 200 meters, four by one. I did long jump. I love the Olympics. I love college track and field. Like anything track and field, I love. I just do not like running for long distances. I can sprint, but I don't like um, running for long distances. And, um, yeah. And so I picked up walking. And so me and my husband, when, um, you know, when weather permits, we just like to, you know, go outside and we'll walk, we'll walk. We try to walk for at least three miles. When we do, we just talk, we talk about what's going on with us, like personally, professionally, and we just, you know, and that's kind of been our time, but I just noticed like, I love walking, I get on the treadmill, I walk, you know, and I listen to a podcast or I watch a video. But just to say all that is that having a fitness routine is so important. And like I said, these last two years, just 
we should know that our health is our wealth. So really investing in that. I also really, de- um, I didn't deal with it that, that, that much, but having a health routine. And when I say having a health routine, there should be certain things as far as, um, not just fitness, but also health. And so what I'm talking about is I'm talking about your vitamins. I'm talking about your vitamins. My husband just got, um, he just put me up on game on this one vitamin that I'm really liking. It's like a whole food vitamin. So I've been taking that drinking your high pH waters. Um, I do smoothies. Um, I incorporate a lot of avocado into my smoothies and I realize it makes my skin like super smooth and glowy. So that's one thing that I've done a lot during quarantine is I've really, you know, incorporated a lot more fruits and vegetables into my diet. So that is one way to upgrade your life. And also having a health and fitness routine, it just makes you feel good. You ever just do a good workout and like, you just feel so good afterwards and you sleep good too. For for those of us, like for me, I don't go to sleep super quick, but if I work out like really hard at the end of the night, like it's going to be lights out. So and it, it helps you sleep better. You feel good. And if you, you know, if you feel good, you know, you perform well in other areas of your life, like on your job, like in school, it just makes you all around just a better person. So that is my number two way of upgrading your life. So now we've talked about routines. We've talked about having a morning routine and we've talked about having a health and fitness routine. Now let's get into the outward appearance. Now this is my area. I love talking about outward appearance, not because I'm vain, but that's just my lane. Okay. So number three, write this down. You need to invest in your outward appearance. And I have down here, you should first invest in your hair and skin because that's what people see first when they look at you. And then you should also incorporate nails and body care. So let's go back to hair and skin. So I'm going to use myself as an example just because, you know, this is my podcast and I don't really have any other examples to use, but I'm a big hair person. And let me tell you, when you're going into the workplace, don't ever be mistaken and think that people are not looking at how you carry yourself. Don't ever be mistaken, okay, and think that people don't notice uh, if you didn't comb your hair before you come to work. Don't think that people don't notice that uh, she still got some sleep in her eye. Maybe she just splashed some water on her face and really didn't wash her face. People notice. And so that's a big thing for me is hair and skin. We really, as women, we have to get in the habit of taking care of our hair and skin because that's the first thing people see. I know from from me, I'm big on hair. Like I've been a hair girl since I was about 13, since I was about 13. I've had my hair long. I've had my hair short. It's been black. It's been brown. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big weave girl. I just kind of, you know, and it's nothing wrong with it. I just kind of really enjoy like washing my own hair and taking care of my own hair and watching it grow and like nurturing it. But if you want to wear weave, you know, and that's your thing, if you want to wear a wig, that's your thing, go for it. I'm just saying, take care of that wig, (laughs) you know, and take care of the hair that's underneath the wig. So first, hair and skin. So I do have a hair and I have a skin routine. I 
Um, I do my hair every two weeks. I try to really stay on top of that, whether it's I'm wearing my hair curly or wearing my hair straight. I try to do my hair every two weeks. Also, um, I do my daughter's hair. They like to wear braids. They like to wear their hair natural, different ways. But I really try to stay on top of their hair routine as well and do their hair every two weeks. But yeah, I'm just, I'm very particular. Like my outward appearance and how I present myself to, to the world is just so important. And skin. Also, I started this right at the beginning of quarantine because I don't know what happened. I think it was just a combination. I was working kind of like a stressful job and just piling things on my skin, really not, you know, reading ingredients or researching anything. I was like, once we decided or once they decided that we couldn't go back to work and we had to stay at home, I was like, you know, I think I should really work on a skin routine for myself. So I really changed out all my makeup. I went to all mineral makeup so that because my skin is sensitive, so my skin wouldn't get irritated. And then I started doing a skin routine, ladies. Like we need a skin routine. We need a morning routine and we need a night routine. So I do the same thing every single day, twice a day to my skin. If my skin gets a little dry or it's winter time, I just skip a day and I just really try to over moisturize. But for the most part, I have a hair and a skin routine routine because it's very important how I present myself to the world. Now, I said hair and skin first and then nails, we can incorporate nails and body care second. Now, a lot of people do not have, you know, the funds. I have a budget and so I'm able to incorporate nail care into my routine. So I go to uh, the nail um shop like twice a month, you know, to get my nails done. But if you can't do that and you can do it at home, I would suggest you do it at home, whether, you know, you like fun colors or you like, you know, just, you know, something very elegant. But I would suggest eventually, if you can, to incorporate some type of nail care into your routine. I really didn't think it was important. Like I used to just think, okay, as long as my hair and my skin and my makeup looks good, then I'm good. But then once I really started getting my nails done and I would take pictures, I would notice that having my nails done, it really pulled my look together. And so when I was trying to upgrade my outward appearance, I was like, okay, this is important. Like I need to keep doing this. And so even if you don't have the budget right now, I think it's definitely something that you should look into in the future. And if you're able to do it at home, like I have the stuff to like here that I can do it at home. But y'all, I try, I was trying to do like gel nails and like powder dip. Like I ordered all this stuff off of Amazon, y'all. It was a hot mess. I was like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, leave this to the professional nail techs to do this. I thought I was going to save all this money and my nails was going to be popping. It was a mess. It was just a mess. <laughs> so I can do my own hair at home and I still do, but I finally, but I do have a girl that, you know, gives me trims, but those nails, I got to go, I got to go somewhere and let somebody do them. Body care. That's the next one. Body care is so in. I didn't realize it until I turned 40. And I was like, y'all, we got to be taking care of those knees, our feet, those, um, the, the balls of our feet and our heels. Like you got to take care of that stuff. That stuff gets rough and you know, you got to exfoliate. 
but I didn't really realize just like taking care of my body. So when I say body care, I'm dealing with lotions and I'm dealing with scrubs and I'm dealing with oils. And it just makes me feel better underneath my clothes. Like, I don't really wear like uh, a lot of clothes that show skin, you know, and if I do a skirt, it'll probably be down to my knees or probably be like maybe a little bit uh, more down to my ankles. But I didn't realize that just um, having a body care routine like once a week, how it would make me feel underneath my clothes. It just makes me feel like very feminine and, you know, it just makes me walk a little different when I'm dressed up. So, so yes body care. Okay. So, so we went from morning routine, then we went to health and fitness routine. And then I talked about investing in your outward appearance. We're still there. So now we're going to go to number four. And I think this is so important because I've been on this for like the last six months, y'all. And this is <laughs> number four. Write this down. You need to define how you want to dress. Okay. Let me tell y'all, I've been dressing up since I was in high school. I remember one time, I don't know if I was going to school or coming home from school. And we had someone um, at our house and they looked at me and they was like, Ew, where you going? I was like, I'm going to school because I'm like, I always dressed up. And that's just the, like, I like to dress up. And so throughout the years, even though I've liked to dress up, I've had to really redefine, <laughs> you know, every couple of years how I want to look and how I want to present myself. I say my worst, my worst fashion years is probably between the ages of like 27, 28 to like 33 or 35. Like it was just bad. It was like too many accessories too many florals, too many prints. It was just bad. So yes, you need to define how you want to dress. I wrote here, you need to revamp and upgrade your wardrobe. So when I say revamp, you need to go into your closet and look around and be like, is this the person that I see myself now? Is this, the, is this how I really want to dress? So a couple of years ago when I was in Nebraska, I was in my closet looking for something and I literally had like an epiphany, like an aha moment. I looked around and I was like, who in the world is this woman? Y'all, I looked around. I had some red patent, patent heels. I don't even like patent leather. I had some patent leather, um, leather um, heels. They was red. I don't know where I was going to wear them to. It was just like all these different like pieces of people that I had seen and like I was trying to like incorporate them into my life and I had created like a Frankenstein I was like who is this person so for the last couple of years I have really really upgraded like my wardrobe like I've defined what I like what I don't like when I walk into my closet, I have a capsule wardrobe, meaning like I have certain things that are classic. I have a black blazer, like I have a black dress, like I have pumps, you know, things that if my husband had an event right now, okay, I can walk into my closet. I can throw on this black dress. I can throw on this black pumps. I got some earrings I can throw them on and I'm ready to go. Like I don't have to go out and buy something or I don't have to, you know, not attend because I don't have anything. I created a capsule wardrobe that fits my lifestyle. But I also really define how I wanted to look. 
And so what I did was I actually went to Pinterest and I really kind of broke down like things that I'm attracted to. And I built myself a board of all the things that like I want to look like, you know, or all the things that I want to wear and how I want to look. And so that's been so helpful. And a lot of the pictures that I have, they are either of, I really like Jennifer Aniston. Her casual style is amazing. I love Michelle Obama. If you guys don't know, like, I love Michelle Obama. My husband, like, he buys me things. Like, I have magazines, you know, that I keep as collectibles from her. Um, If she's on the cover of Essence or she's on the cover of Time Magazine or People Magazine, I will always go out and buy that magazine and keep it because I just really love her. And another person that I really like, I love her style, and that's Meghan Markle. So when if you go to my Pinterest board, that's who is going to be there because I love their style. I love their presence. And so, yeah. So revamping and upgrading your wardrobe. I wrote down here, as you get older, you really have to define how you want to look. You really have to define it. Like, I'm not 25 anymore. I'm not 30 anymore. And I'm not 35 anymore. So I really kind of had to really lock down my signature style and how I really want to look. You know, like in high school, I used to wear my hair short. And if anyone is listening and we went to high school together, you would know that I love to wear my hair short. Like, I just love cutting my hair. I loved it. Y'all, I'm not cutting my hair no more. Like, I'm not doing that. And so my signature, like, if short hair is your thing, it's your thing. Like Halle Berry, I love her in short hair. I think it's her signature. For me, I'm 40 and I'm like, I'm not cutting my hair anymore. There's not like too many things like different that I'm going to do with my hair. Like I'm not going to do anything drastic. And so I had to really pare down a lot of things that I was doing and just stick with a couple of things. So really defining how you want to look. Okay, let me take another sip of this tea. So now that we've talked about how you want to define yourself, let's get to the fifth way. Let's get to the fifth way of how to upgrade your life. And I think this is so important because, y'all, this is where I've been at for the last, um, you know, four to six months. And I really want you guys to write this down. You have to decide that you don't want to be average anymore. You have to decide that you don't want to be average anymore. That's so important because... What I realized is that a lot of things that I were do- that that I was doing, it was just average. Like it was just average. Like the average woman is doing this. It's really nothing uh spectacular about it. Everybody does this. You know, every everybody does this. So I talked about how you know, I upgraded my wardrobe, really defined how I wanted to look. And so I took a challenge uh last year And the challenge was, was to get up every day and get dressed, no matter if you were going to work or not. So I work inside the home. So when, or when I was working from home, like nobody sees me, I don't have to get up and get dressed every day. I can go to work in my pajamas. And I know some people do, but the challenge was, is that to be that woman that's above average you have to do things that the average woman is not doing. So if the average woman is not getting up every day, getting dressed, 
And even though she's sitting behind a computer, not taking pride in her appearance, I have to get up every day and do what she's not doing. So I took this challenge. I got up every day. I got dressed and it changed my life. I'm talking about even on Saturdays, even on the weekends. And I'm not talking about getting up and getting super dressed. I'm talking about like, I love the wear jeans, getting up, put on, on a, uh, a pair of jeans and a nice shirt. And even when I'm in the house, even if I'm not going anywhere, I put my shoes on, put a little makeup on, put a little concealer, a little lip gloss on. Hey, you know, gel my edges down, put it, my hair in a nice bun, a nice cute pair of earrings just to make me feel, you know, feminine. So I took that challenge and it really changed my life. Even right now, as I'm doing this podcast, I'm dressed up. I, you know, I got up, I have a full face of makeup on. I have my hair done. I have a little outfit on. I got my shoes on. I'm not sitting here doing this podcast in my underwear or my pajamas. Like I'm actually, you know, prepared as if I could walk out of the house. And so I decided that I didn't want to be average anymore by doing things that average people don't do. You see what I'm saying? So the challenge that I took where um, we were supposed to get up every day and get dressed, one of the things that I also decided to do was to let go of my black leggings. Now, ladies, if, if you out here, you know that most of us got black leggings. Now, when I was growing up, black leggings went under stuff like it went under like, um, you know, like a long T-shirt or a tunic or a sweater or a dress. They weren't black leggings now like they were pants. And, you know, that's just a little bit too much exposure for me. <laughs> so, but I decided I'm going to give up my black leggings. I'm not going to wear black leggings as an outfit every day. I'm only going to wear black leggings when I work out. So I did that. I gave up my black leggings and I traded them in for like nice joggers. Like if like I shop a lot at Banana Republic, that's one of my favorite stores. And I traded them in for like a nice, you know, kind of athletic looking jogger that you can kind of dress up or dress down. Okay. So I traded in my black leggings and I literally went to the mall one day. I went to the mall and I was walking through the mall. I kind of just had like another epiphany, another aha moment. And I looked at the women that were coming towards me, the women that were walking beside me. I just, and what I saw blew my mind, guys. I saw a sea of women out there in black leggings. I was like, oh my gosh, every woman, we're just getting up every day, throwing on these black leggings and going out in public. And that's what I was doing. I was just blending right in with the crowd. Everybody had black leggings on. I was like, no, I don't want to be average. I don't want to do what every other other woman is doing just because, you know, that's the thing to do. You know, I really had to change the way that I saw myself, like my self-image. That's something that I've really been working on. And I was looking in a notebook and in, I think it was like 2016 or 2017, I wrote down, like I had Michelle Obama and Meghan Markle's name written down in one of my journals. And I knew right then that those were the type of women that like I saw myself as. And I'm not saying like God wants us all to be unique and we're all different, but just really think about it. Like think in your head about a woman that you, when you see her, you're like, oh my gosh, that's the way that I felt when I saw um, 
Michelle Obama and I saw Meghan Markle, like I was like, oh my gosh, it was something about them, their presence, the way they present presented themselves in public. Like I really, really like that. Like it was something about it that, that, that just caught me. That's why they're on my Pinterest board. And so when I think about myself, my self image, my self esteem, how I feel about myself, when I think about myself, I think I could be a woman or I am a woman that's very similar to Michelle Obama. I think about myself and the way that Meghan Markle presents herself. I feel like I can present myself that way as well. You see what I'm saying? So it was really about not me necessarily comparing myself to Meghan Markle or Michelle Obama, but just really it was something about them that I could relate to. It was something, it's something in them that resonates with something in me. And so I saw myself like that. And that's why I was talking about the black leggings thing. I mean, just think about this. Like a woman that really takes pride in how she presents herself. Think about someone like, okay, let's, let's get off royalty and let's get off of, um, you know, a first lady. I was thinking about like someone like a Jennifer Lopez, you know, JLo. She is an entertainer. She's an actress. She's a singer um, and a dancer. So just think about when I go to Jennifer Lopez's Instagram, the lady is over 50. And every time she steps out, she looks like something. She looks like something. Y'all, this lady has presence. And so I understand that she's not the average woman. You probably won't see Jennifer Lopez like, I'm just going to throw these black leggings on and I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to walk outside. No, no. unless she go into the gym, Jennifer Lopez is going to be, she's going to be made up from head to toe. You know, she don't got to be like in full glam all the time, but she's going to have, you know, some hoop earrings on. She's going to have a nice handbag. She's going to have some lip gloss on. I know those things because... I've seen her perform. I've seen her act. You know, I've seen her over the years. And so I understand that when she goes out, she's not average. And you shouldn't want to be average either. And I don't want to be average. So when I go out, I'm going to look like something. You know, I used to always think when I lived in Omaha, because you know that Warren Buffett lives in Omaha. And I used to always think like, oh my gosh, like what if I went to Walgreens or what if I went to Target and I saw Warren Buffett? So just think if I just threw myself together, if I just threw the old raggedy ponytail on, I ain't washed my face. I threw on my black leggings with an old raggedy t-shirt on, maybe put some flip flops on. My toenails is not painted. You know, the heel of my foot is all ashy and cracked. And I go to Walgreens and I see Warren Buffett. Oh my gosh. Or he approached me or if he said something to me, y'all, I would not be prepared. Oh my gosh. Like, think about this. What if Warren Buffett knocked on your door right now? Like, what if he knocked on your door because he wanted to present you with a business offer or a business opportunity and he knocked on your door and you opened the door and you looking like... I mean, you're just looking all unkept and raggedy. Would you be ready for your moment? Would you be camera ready? And so when I talk about not being average in your appearance and how you present yourself and how you think about yourself, if your opportunity, if the thing that you wanted so bad 
If it presented itself to you right at this very moment, would you be ready? I want you to think about that. As we come to a closure on this podcast, I want every woman, and if it's a man listening, fine, but every woman listening, as you go away from this podcast, I want you to think about that. And I want you to ask yourself that question. If your moment came right now, would you be ready for it? Would you be absolutely ready where you are right now? You know, remember I talked about having a morning routine, getting ready before you go out into the world by, I don't know, in prayer or, you know, journaling or I don't know, positive affirmations for the day. Do you have a health and fitness routine? Do you feel physically good about yourself? Are you investing in your appearance, your hair, your skin, your nails, your body care? Are you investing? Are you are you aware of how you look as far as what you wear and how you present yourself to the world? If your opportunity came right now based on all these ways that I said that you could upgrade your life, would you be ready? Just think about that. And if the answer is no to any of those, that's where I think we can really lean in and you can really get something out of this podcast. So as you go away, think about it. Am I ready for my moment? If you're not, hey, you're in a good place because at least you can acknowledge, hey, I need to work on some things. So it was so great talking to you guys today. I hope everyone got something. I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.